Welcome back to French Spirit, Not Your Love and Light Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about vibration and how to raise your vibration. Okay, so we're going to go deep. Most things kind of are very surface level, like wear certain colors and use certain crystals, right? But we're going to go deep because the things that are affecting your vibration, we want we want to attack the root cause of it versus put a Band-Aid on the symptom, right? Okay. So the different areas that we are being affected by low vibrational energies are our bodies, right? We want to clear out low vibrational energies out of our bodies, our physical body, our energetic body. We want to clear low vibrational energies out of our homes. And we want to then protect our energy from future low vibrational energies kind of finding their way back in. Okay, so first and foremost, let's talk about how to even recognize where you're at, right? Some people think that they're very high vibrational, but they're not. <laughs> or maybe they are in, in some respect, but there's a lot of deeper rooted, low vibrational energy kind of trapped within them. So what does it look like to be low vibrational? You're living on autopilot. You are exhausted and drained often. You are irritable and easily angered, right? So, so think, um, if it, if you can fly from, from a zero to a 10 with, by the flip of a switch and, you know, your, your kid maybe didn't want to eat breakfast and yeah, sure. It's frustrating. And, you know, we all, we all know what that's like, but if it puts you right over the edge and you're screaming and yelling right off the bat, you know, you woke up in a good mood, but then all of a sudden you're just flying off the handle, right? You're very irritable and easily angered, right? Uh, you hate yourself. You have, you know, lack of self-worth. You have those, you know, intrusive thoughts that are saying, you know, you're just not good enough. You're not pretty enough. Uh, you're never, you're never going to get that job or, you know, things like that. Uh, you're depressed or anxious. You spiral easily to suicidal thoughts, right? Maybe something small happens and then you find yourself in this place of, I'm just going to be alone forever or nobody cares about me or why am I even here, right? It goes very dark pretty quickly. Um, okay, you're unmotivated, lethargic or apathetic, right? You know, maybe not fully depressed, but maybe you just kind of feel nothing, you just kind of feel nothing about everything. You're just apathetic and don't really have the motivation to, to do a whole lot, right? You sit in front of the TV and and you go to bed, right? You have toxic friends or family members. You have unprocessed trauma. Okay, emotions. Emotions that are low vibrational. So if you find that you're feeling these types of emotions often, it is a sign that you are low vibrational. Shame, guilt, apathy, grief, fear, and anger. Right? If you find that those you're feeling those more than you're feeling love and joy and peace and gratitude, 
right? If you're if you're feeling more of those, then it's a sign that you're low vibrational. Another one, uh, you're self-sabotaging and you have self-destructive behavior, right? You you want to create this business and you know if you just put in the work and the effort that you fully can do it. Yet, you know, on your free time or the time that you choose to dedicate to that thing, then you're just choosing not to. I'm going to sit in front of the TV instead, right? You're self-sabotaging or, you know, you sit there, you want to improve your health and, you know, maybe you should go for a walk or, you know, swap out your unhealthy bag of chips for maybe some fruit or something like that. But you're not doing that, right? And you're instead you're sitting on your ass and you're drinking a beer and you're eating chips, right? Self-destructive, self-sabotaging behavior. Okay. So why do we want to be high vibrational? We can manifest more easily. We can connect with spirit more easily. We can channel easily. We will have less physical health issues. Life becomes easy. There's less resistance, right? Things just, things just flow. Things just come into our lives versus, you know, we're struggling and we just want, want, want these certain things. And it just constantly feels like there's resistance coming from the other end, right? Again, law of attraction, right? Like vibration attracts like vibration. So at the end of the day, if you're vibrating low, you're going to attract the lower things. You know, what are the lower things? Things that promote shame, guilt, apathy, grief, fear, and anger, right? Those things. <laughs> you're going to attract those things versus the high vibrational emotions of acceptance and love and joy and gratitude. Okay. So, in my opinion, we really want to find the root cause of why we're low vibrational. So, we want to find the root cause of the emotions, of the of the shame, the guilt, the fear, the grief, the anger, right? We want to find the root causes of those things. How do we find the root causes? We got to we have to recognize our triggers, right? So, our triggers and our intrusive thoughts will point out where we need to address your shadow side. We look at the triggers, the intrusive thoughts, but then we also look at our attachments and our expectations, right? Attachments being, I'm attached to my identity as a mother or manager of the company I work for or uh, attachment to needing a partner or needing certain things, right? And then expectations, right? Expecting people to act a certain way, expecting to have certain results, right? When we are having these attachments and these expectations, they only lead to feeling negative at the end of the day. So we want to release those, but we want to look at where we're attached, where we're having expectations, where we're being triggered, and where we're having these intrusive thoughts. Okay, so let's talk about the process. This is this is kind of how I I see the process. So we want to clear out the low vibrational energy from our body. What does that mean? For, we want to pull negative energetic cords 
There's a whole episode about cords, so I won't get into in too in depth into them. But I will, you know, let's talk about kind of how we pull these cords, right? We can pull them through visualization, through doing something like a guided meditation, which I have at uh, fringespirit.com if you would like to go and download that. We can do cord cutting letters, right? So say you have a cord between you and uh, an ex-partner. You can write a letter to them. Write a letter laying out all of the things, everything that they did, how it made you feel, etc., etc. Pour it all out there. And then at the end, you know, write something that says something along the lines of, you know, as as I burn this letter, I am releasing all energetic cords connected to so-and-so, and so be it, right? And then you burn it, right? So visualization, cord cutting letters, intention, right? Just having that intention of, you know, pulling those cords. However, we, we you need to be to an extent kind of over the thing. So you're not going to pull cords with your ex-partner if you broke up yesterday, right? You're going to need some time to heal from it. Okay, more of um, clearing out the low vibrational energy from our bodies. Past life karmic cycles, right? We need to clear out the past life karmic cycles because that absolutely holds this energy in certain areas of our body, right? If we have a karmic cycle related to being disempowered, right? We don't have confidence. We don't trust ourselves. We rely on others and, you know, we are very submissive and allow other people to control us. And we really just don't know how to stand in our power, right? We have past life karmic cycles related to that. Then we're going to hold that in our in our solar plexus, right? So we're holding that energy in certain areas. And the areas that we find it is very telling to the type of wound and what the root cause might be. In addition to karmic cycles, we have karmic debt, right? So karmic cycles are more your traumas that you need to heal. And then karmic debt is when it's the flip side, right? So the cycles, you're kind of the victim. The debt, you're the perpetrator. You're the other, you're the bad, quote unquote, bad guy. And so we need to find what those things are because it does, it holds, it, it's like a, it's like an anchor on our soul that kind of weighs us down. It's just heavy. And so when we find out what those things are and we can, you know, find remorse, apologize, release it, and kind of allow yourself to go through the process of however you need to release the karmic debt. Again, that will allow that, you know, kind of anchor that's holding you down, weighing you down energetically to kind of be lifted and allow you to raise your vibration. And there's childhood trauma, right? We have to do the inner child healing. So those are your big, your big things of what is low vibrational in your energetic body and kind of weighing you down and keeping you in this low vibrational space. Okay. So let's talk about the process and how we kind of get there because maybe going through some examples can be very helpful to how we recognize these things. Okay. So... I kind of have it where there's like these four R's, right? It's recognize, release, reprogram, and then rise. So we'll go through a couple examples that show you kind of how to go through this process. So you have a trigger. Maybe the trigger that's coming up is you see a loving couple or a loving family. 
and they're just so in love. Maybe there's PDA and they're just really lovey-dovey and very, they're smiley and they're enjoying themselves. And you find yourself having the intrusive thought of, you're never going to be good enough. No one will ever love you, right? When you see people in love and it kind of triggers the fact that you don't have that. You are not feeling loved and you feel like you're never going to be loved, that you're not going to be good enough, right? This is why we have to be very aware of our thoughts, right? We need to be, we need to be accountable to our triggers and aware of our thoughts. And so what is the emotion that we can recognize from that, right? Thinking about the emotion, the emotion is fear that you're not good enough. The emotion is, you know, we're, we're feeling self-conscious. We're not being, we're not, we don't feel confident, right? It's very solar plexus and, you know, maybe a little bit root chakra for the stability and the fear. So then we got to find the root cause. So that's, this is the hardest part, right? If you can be very self-aware, you can get to this point. The root cause could be a past life. It could be childhood trauma, and it could be even something recent like a breakup. So we need to find the root cause, and that's where it can take some time. It can take some meditation. It can take some journaling. It can take therapy and maybe finding an objective viewpoint to kind of point out some things that maybe you're not seeing, right? So we we find the root cause, and then we got to heal that cause. Heal the source of it, which would be if it's past life, you're clearing the karma. If it's ch- if it's childhood, you're doing the inner child healing. If maybe there's a cord that needs to be released between maybe there was an ex that made you feel like you were not good enough, that made you feel like you were never worthy of love, right? Maybe you just need to pull the cord with that ex and you find that you're not having these intrusive thoughts and triggers anymore, right? Okay, so heal the source of it. And then you're not done there. So then we have to release the energy of the emotion that remains. Okay, so what does that mean? So we want to sit in the reaction. Spend time with the trigger and observe it objectively. So once you clear out all of the kind of root cause baggage, we we have to kind of do the reprogramming and we need to kind of shift it in the moment. You can't just shift it and say meditation. You have to actually play out these scenarios and live them and live through the triggers and work through it to really fully close up this kind of cycle of healing these things. So sit in the reaction, spend time with this trigger and observe it objectively. Surrender to the reaction in order to release it, right? We, we, we don't want to react to the reaction because then that just creates a loop of negative energy. So what is that? That's kind of when um, you judge yourself for your reaction, right? Don't judge yourself for your reaction. Don't have a reaction to your reaction. Just allow the reaction to exist and just observe it objectively until it will, it will start to fade away. So stay in the reaction of observing this loving couple or this loving family, right? Sit with it and then journal about it, right? Why are you mad? Why are you feeling angry? Why are you anxious, right? Whatever it is. And then affirm, I no longer need these thoughts, feelings, and vibrations. So I give it back to the universe and ask that it be replaced by unconditional love and healing, 
right? That's one option. If you're if you're a big journaler, you can write those things and then and then you can burn it. You can write it all out. It's kind of like a cord cutting letter, but not really with a specific person. Or you can just affirm it. Say it out loud. Say it in your head. Be firm with it, right? You can um, you can release this energy through like moving your body, right? Dance or exercise, going for a hike, playing sports, right? And the more intention you put into that, the easier it is and the more potent the energetic release is, right? You can also take a bath, right? Take a bath with intention to release because water is super, super cleansing in itself. And if you add the intention to it, it can be very, very powerful. And then, you know, the good old favorite, cry it out. <laughs> cry it out. Okay. So then we want to kind of begin shifting our mindset and creating new associations with our neuropathways in our brain so that when we see the loving couple, we're not going straight to, I'm not good enough, right? We want to disconnect almost that association and those pathways and attach it to something else, right? So we want to link a high vibrational emotion, which allows us to shift the perception, right? So find some gratitude or appreciation, right? That is the best way to kind of clear out the low vibrational and the negative, right? Gratitude. It's so powerful. So instead of feeling like I'm not good enough, I'm never going to have that. I'm not going to have that type of love. So, you know, I love being surrounded by the energy of love. I am grateful there is an abundance of love in this world, right? And then when in doubt, you just feel gratitude for the lesson, right? I am gr- I am grateful for the lesson that the universe is teaching me about my belief that I am good enough and that I am worthy of love, right? And then affirmations. So I am a big, 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 big proponent of affirmations. I think they're very powerful. They have done wonders for me in my life in addition to gratitude. And you want to do it consistently for one month. It takes it takes 21 days for us to actually recognize and notice uh, changes in our mindset and our brains. It's scientifically proven, right? So give it a whole month, right? Give yourself a whole extra week of it. Write on a sticky note. Put it on your mirror that you're looking at every day when you're getting ready in the morning. I am good enough. I am worthy of love. I love myself unconditionally, right? So this is the whole process. That's why it's not so easy. It's not just some overnight thing to to heal these things. But it does it does take time. Okay. Let's go through a couple other examples that hopefully will be very helpful. Okay, trigger. You see a thin attractive woman. And then the intrusive thought comes in. I'll only be beautiful if I lose weight. He thinks that she's more attractive than me. I'm just, I'm too fat. You know, those types of things. The emotion, you're feeling fear that your worth is based on your physical appearance. Right? This is another, it's another very solar plexus confidence issue. But it can also go deeper because a lot of, physical body image related issues tend to to relate to some trauma related to your sacral chakra, right? Which would be kind of some sexual trauma. And it may not even be super traumatic. It could be, you know, maybe when you were younger, you got a lot of attention because of your appearance or because of, you know, 
giving your body. And then it creates this belief and association that, you know, that is what is required. And if I don't have this perfect body or if I'm not, you know, pretty enough that I'm, I'm not worthy, right? It could also be, you know, back to so root cause. It could be childhood. This is super common, right? If your mom, if your mother or another female in your life was very self-conscious of her weight and she made comments when you were younger uh, to even you of, you know, maybe watch what you eat or, you know, things like that, or, you know, you're getting a little big, or maybe she even just said things to herself, like, I need to lose weight. I'm fat. I'm ugly, right? As a child, you're hearing these things and you're looking at your mother who to you is beautiful. And she's saying that she needs to lose weight and she's ugly and she's fat. And so then it creates this belief that those things are, are based, are, your worth is based in those things. So we want to heal the source. And in that particular example, if it was childhood, then it'd be inner child healing. And, and really connecting with, with your inner child in whatever way you choose, whether it's meditation, whether it's through journaling, whatever the case may be. And then again, we're going to release the energy by sitting in the reaction. We're going to, you know, journal about it. We're going to move our body and exercise or dance to release it or take a bath or cry it out. And then we're going to shift our perception. We're going to, when when we're in the moment of the trigger, when you see the woman and you start to feel those intrusive thoughts, you have to stop it dead in its tracks and you have to say, no, <laughs> I am grateful for the beautiful vessels that we are placed into in this incarnation, right? You know, or be just grateful for the lesson and then affirm it. I am beautiful. I love my body. My body does amazing things. Uh, you know, things like that. So in the moment of the trigger, that's when we we flip this, right? And we link these high vibrational emotions like gratitude to uh, to the trigger. So we can, we, the idea is when we see the, you know, thin, attractive woman, we, we don't want to be feeling the fear. We don't want to have the intrusive thoughts. We want to clear that out. And then when we see the attractive woman, we want to be thinking, like, wow, I'm so grateful for, for the, the beauty in this world. And I love my body. You want, you, we want to be to the point where when you see the beautiful woman that you think, wow, I'm beautiful too, right? You know, instead of feeling triggered about your worth, it just reminds you of how worthy and beautiful you are. Okay. Uh, one more. We'll do one more example. This one is related to, you know, kind of using your third eye and seeing things clairvoyantly. This one's very, very common for a lot of people. So the trigger is you see something or you hear something or you feel something, right? You see maybe a spirit or you see something move out of the corner of your eye or you start to hear something in the other room when nobody's in there or, you know, you feel something, you feel a presence around you, right? And then maybe maybe there's an intrusive thought that comes in that's like, you know, don't mess with that. Something bad's going to happen. Or, you know, if you do mess with that, people are going to think you're crazy and you're going to lose all your friends. Or something bad's going to happen to me. This thing's going to hurt me. Or, you know, something like that. And the emotion is fear, right? We immediately fall into fear. It's very, very, very common. The root cause could be so many different things. It could be a past life. Uh, witch wound is a good example. It's the uh, idea of having a past life. 
where you did use your metaphysical abilities and you were persecuted for it or you were killed for it or your family disowned you for it. Basically, something bad happened. And so now it's like, okay, nope. As soon as I start to tap into anything metaphysically, fear comes over me because, you know, last time something bad happened. So I should be fearful. Or it could be childhood. A lot of us as kids see things when we are young And an adult either tells us it's an imagination or they're scared. So they say, no, you didn't see anything. And they just kind of shut it down. So heal the source of it, right? That's either clearing out the karma and or doing the inner child healing. And then we're going to release the energy of the emotion. So we're going to sit in the energy of the trigger. We are going to journal. We're going to affirm. I no longer need these thoughts, feelings, and vibrations So I give it back to the universe and ask that it be replaced by unconditional love and healing. We're going to move our body to move the energy out. We're going to take a bath with intention to release, and we're going to cry it out if we feel called. And then we're going to link a new high vibrational emotion. We're going to shift that perception. So when we feel the fear creep up, when we feel the, the worry that someone's going to judge me, you know, if I do, if I do start to talk about the things that I see or hear, people are going to think I'm crazy. People are, I'm going to lose my friends, you know, those types of things. I am grateful for the things I have yet to learn. I am grateful for new experiences. I find joy in expanding my spirituality. I am grateful for spiritual growth. And again, when in doubt, just be grateful for the lesson. If you can't find gratitude for something else, just be grateful for the lesson that this entire this entire experience is teaching you. And then your affirmations. I am safe. That's a huge one with, with something like this. When you're feeling the fear, when you start to kind of dabble with your metaphysical abilities or the spirit world, affirm if you feel any fear, we gotta affirm, I am safe. I trust myself, I know who I am, and I will attract those who are like-minded. But definitely, definitely that I am safe, right? Okay. So this, I mean, that's kind of a brief little how you how a how-to for healing, which is where a lot of our low vibrational energy that is stored in our bodies comes from. It comes from the traumas. It comes from the past lives. It comes from childhood. And so we really want to clear all of that out before we kind of shift to the more surface level stuff. Granted, of course, we can do the more surface level stuff, but it's just not going to stick until you really dig deep into the root causes of a lot of these things. However, let's talk about some of the other ways that we can raise our vibration. This is physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, right? Get a gratitude journal. Like I said, I love gratitude. Get a gratitude journal and every day write three things that you are grateful for. Initially, you may feel like you're forcing it and that's okay. But I promise you, if you are diligent and you really decide to give this your all, you will find that over time, you f- you aren't kind of eye rolling at that gratitude thing or finding, you know, stupid things to be grateful for, you're going to find that things come natural to you where you're not having to seek it out and they just kind of pop pop into your mind for you. Affirmations. I love affirmations. Like I said, they are very, very powerful, but you have to be consistent. You can't do them once or do them twice. Do it every day for at least a month. 
I promise you it will help. Um, I have an app called I Am, and you can pick you can pick how often you want affirmations to pop up on your phone. You can choose the areas, uh, categories that you want your affirmations to be in. And I, it's very, very powerful. So get, uh, get an app or, you know, just find your own affirmations, right? Throw them on a sticky note, put them on your mirror, repeat them every day. Listen to high vibrational frequencies. You know, there you can do tons of research if you really want to deep dive into what different hertz frequencies do for you energetically. Um, then there's all you know binaural beats, which I use. I sleep with them. I meditate with them. I have ones for morning to kind of get me out of bed in the morning. Like I use them all day, and I love it. So there's um there is an app called Beatfulness. That's the one that I use, and I love it. Okay, other ways to raise your vibration. Spend time in nature. Nature in general, you know, you get away from the people. You get away from a lot of where the low vibrational energy is hanging out and you really connect with nature and become one with it and your vibration will will rise, I promise you. And you'll be very grounded as well. Um, okay, so you can also, you can wear crystals, in dark, darker crystals like your onyx, your obsidian, your black tourmaline, those are good for clearing low vibrational energies also. Essential oils. Uh, and so, you know, these are a ton of different things. Pick what you what what resonates with you, what you feel drawn with. You don't need to do all of these things. <laughs> so again, essential oils, things like rose oil, frankincense, and lavender, they're very high vibrational. Also, just use your intuition. If you feel, you know, if you have a whole bunch of oils and just let your gut decide for you what you want to use today. What Say body, self, what do we need? And then go with whatever whatever's calling to you. That's what I do with crystals also personally. Okay, uh, take care of your physical. So that means you got to eat healthy, listen to your body, hydrate, move your body, right? exercise, dance, hike, kayak, stretch, yoga, anything, right? Just move. Go for a walk. <laughs> Get proper sleep, right? Take a salt bath. All these things. It's just, very, you know, take care of your physical body. And it, it's not all about just the energetic. We want to be mind, body, soul, right? All of it. There are also, there's high vibrational foods. So you can go down the rabbit hole of doing research on which foods are high vibrational, which foods are low vibrational. And the ones that are low vibrational, you can choose to sit with it and adjust the vibration of it before you ingest it. And then you can, you know, also stick to maybe a high vibrational food diet if you want to just, you know, see what happens, right? Everything has a vibration. Every object, everything that exists has a vibration, we can change the vibrations of them, but just in general, you know, maybe you find that like your diet is full of very low vibrational foods and you're like, wow, and then you change it and then maybe you, you notice a difference because obviously your, your body's probably going to feel better, uh, but you might find, you know, other si you know symptoms of being low vibrational start to kind of drift away and it could be done simply by adjusting your, your food intake and your types of food. Okay, other ways to raise your vibration. Affirm your sovereignty. This one's huge. I think everyone should do this all the time for so many reasons. Affirm, I am a sovereign being and I choose to release all attachments or contracts 
with any and all low vibrational energies that are not serving my highest good, right? Massive. We are sovereign beings. We have full control over our lives and our energies and all of these things. And we, you know, we need to stand in our power and we need to know that we have power over our energetic space, right? Affirm it. Uh, Okay, we can meditate to raise our vibration. And it doesn't have to be this in-depth meditation. You can literally start a fire and just go sit at it. You can sit on a beach and just stare at the waves crashing. You can just sit outside in nature and just be, right? Those are all forms of meditation. Okay, you can clear out your chakras. Obviously, that's going to be massive and done in conjunction with kind of the in-depth healing that we talked about prior is massive, right? Clearing out your chakras is great when you're doing the healing. When you're clearing out your chakras, but you're not doing the more deep-rooted healing, it's just a Band-Aid. You're going to feel great right after, but it's not going to stick. So clearing out your chakras is definitely going to help, but it's going to be even more potent if you are doing the or the steps we talked about prior related to finding the root causes and really shifting our mindsets and perceptions and programming. Uh, we can also do breathing techniques. There are so many out there. I This is not one that I use particularly. So I, I'm not going to speak too far on it. But, you know, you can even just doing things like taking three deep breaths where you completely fill your lungs, hold it for five seconds and release. Just that simple, simple, I don't even want to call it a breathing technique because it is barely a breathing technique, but I use that with my kids when they're overwhelmed. You know, it's in that moment, it can really calm you down and just bring you out of that very heightened, low vibrational, chaotic space and can kind of center you a little bit to bring you back to the place where you can focus on the positive, right? Ground yourself, another one, right? Kind of goes hand in hand with spending time in nature, But you can ground yourself even inside by connecting with the elements in any way, right? Fire, water, you know, all those things. Take a bath, take a shower. Um, Okay. Consume high vibrational content like books or podcasts and stay away from low vibrational content like news and conspiracy theories and rabbit holes and gossip, right? Get off of Facebook, (laughs) get off of Instagram, get off of TikTok, get off of all this social media where you just lose yourself and it's just, it's not serving you. It's certainly not high vibrational content unless you are very specifically seeking out high vibrational content on those platforms. So if you are using social media, be intentional with the content you're consuming. Okay. And then again, do things that invoke high vibrational emotions. So what brings you joy? Do something that brings you joy at least once a day, right? For me, sometimes it's if I get up early enough, it's sitting and drinking my tea in my sunroom where the sun's shining in in the morning for five minutes before my kids get up, right? Brings me joy. My my four-year-old, when he comes and gives me morning snuggles for a couple minutes before we get ready for the day, brings me so much freaking joy. So do these things that bring you joy. Don't tell me you don't have time. You have five minutes to do something for yourself that brings you joy. So we want to, again, invoke the high vibrational emotions, right? Which are acceptance, love, joy, and gratitude. 
Again, that's why we do the gratitude, the gratitude journal. Okay. Then, so in addition to these things to raise our vibration, we want to clear the energy from our surroundings, which again means recognizing the relationships that are toxic and negative and bring you down and remove them or distance yourself or put boundaries in place, right? Declutter your home. Again, our home is an extension of our energy and it's almost just as important as our personal energetic hygiene. And then crystals, you know, we can use crystals in our home. We can do grids throughout our house, you know, whatever, whatever calls to you. And then we can clear the energy in our space with things like sage or Palo Santo or oils, crystals, visualization, incense, you know, all of these different things. Even um the um like Hertz frequencies, the high vibrational music and, and frequencies, you can play that in your house and help it clear out your house. Okay, so now that we've cleared out the old, we've gotten rid of the low vibrational baggage, we're vibing real high, we're feeling real good, we got to stay there, right? So it's not just about getting there, it's maintaining it, right? So how do we keep ourselves from being dragged back down? Which, first of all, I just want to put a little caveat that we can have bad days, we can have bad seasons, we can have bad moments, we can have things happen in our lives that bring us into a lower state. And that doesn't mean it just negates all of the work that you did. Too many people, they do all of this healing and then they, you know, they're in a funk. Maybe they're in a seasonal depression phase. Maybe they had a loss or they're just going through a really stressful time in their lives. And they feel like just because they're going through this time or even just had a bad day or a bad week, that it's almost like it negated all the work that you did. It didn't. You still cleared out all of that energy from your inner child and from your past lives. All of that stuff is no longer weighing you down. So you're still vibrating way higher than you were before. You are allowed to have a bad day and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Okay. So stay vibing high. We want to protect our energy. Your energy is sacred. And so we don't want to just allow anyone and everyone into our energy. So that means, A, the people in our lives, the friendships, the intimate relationships, and who we choose to spend our time with. But that also means, you know, if you are, you know, finding yourself in some of these spiritual communities, you know, we don't want to just let anyone connect with you energetically. Because anything that is maybe attached to them or wherever they are vibrationally, it can affect your energy. In my opinion, our energy is the most intimate thing about us. Energetic connections. So this means, you know, when you're maybe online and you're asking for free readings from people or someone's offering free readings and you don't know who the hell they are, but you're like, sure, it's free. I'll take it. You're inviting that person to connect with you energetically. And once that energetic connection is made, anything can kind of pass through. And if, you know, they're not closing off the energetic connection, then the energetic connection stays open. So our energy and who we allow in is so intimate and sacred. So please just take that into account when you are seeking, you know, outside help in that way. Use your intuition. Trust your gut. If your gut is saying, no, this person's not someone you should maybe get a reading from or get a healing from, then don't do it. Who cares if you don't know the reason why? Trust your gut. Okay. I can go on that rant. I could do a whole podcast on that topic, but 
Okay, uh, stay, staying vibing high. Back to that. Uh, we want to close portals. This can be done through intention or visualization. But we want to close portals after we work with someone. Whether we are the recipient of a reading or a healing, or we are doing it for others, or we're connecting with spirit. Maybe it's not with another human or living human anyways. Maybe we're connecting with our spirit guides and we're using, you know, cards, you know, tarot or oracle cards or pendulums or dowsing rods, any of these tools. We're opening portals when we're connecting with these other things. And we just want to make sure we're closing those portals so that things that we are not intending to allow into our space are not coming into our space. We also, we want to, we want to connect. We want to only connect with spirit when we're at a high vibration. Because again, law of attraction, like energy attracts like energy. So if you're at a very low space and you try and go connect with your spirit guides, you're more likely to connect with something like a dark entity because you're vibrating at that level. So don't go into, you know, trying to connect with your spirit guides or, you know, something like that when you're very low vibrational or desperate for guidance or help or anything like that. We want to be high vibrational so that we're attracting something high vibrational. We want to cleanse yourself and our home after we do create energetic connections with people. Again, that can be through spiritual energetic connections or through simply our interactions with someone, right? A phone call with someone, a text with someone, allowing, you know, inviting someone over to your house, having a party, those types of things. Cleanse yourself, clear yourself, clear your home. And then we want to, we want to pull energetic cords regularly to eliminate others' feelings and emotions that we're feeling empathically, right? And you can just affirm it, right? I release all cords, emotions, and energetic connections that are not mine, that are, you know, connected to someone else, and that are not serving my highest good, however you want to word it. Affirm it. As long as you affirm it and you're confident about your ability to affirm and create and to manifest through words, it will work (laughs) as long as you believe it. You want to maintain your chakras and your aura, we want to, again, maintain our home. We want to find like-minded community, right? If you're finding that the people around you are toxic, and then we feel the the desire to isolate and hermit ourselves, you know, at some point, we got to come out of that. It's okay to stay there and to kind of have some time alone for self-reflection. But then let's find find a like-minded community that resonates and vibrates at the frequency that you're at. And then we want to maintain boundaries, right? We want to maintain boundaries with work, with our romantic partners, with our friendships, and with our family. Okay, and then last but not least, we want to continue our affirmations, right? I am sovereign, and no low vibrational energies may enter my energy. I release all low vibrational energies that do not serve my highest good. I cancel and void all contracts with anyone or anything that does not serve my highest good. I release all energetic connections that are draining my energy, right? Those are just some common ones that, I mean, you could write all of those down and repeat them every day and you'd be very good for it. Uh, or just, you know, take bits, take take what resonates, take what feels good, modify, you know, adjust it to you because nothing is one size fits all. There is no one answer that applies to everyone for anything because everything is so unique and and individualized. But at the end of the day, 
the universe is based in law of attraction. And so where the frequency at which that you are vibrating at is what you are going to attract. So I hope this helps. And again, remember, the majority of what is dictating our vibration is beneath the surface, right? That visual of the iceberg where the conscious part is the very, very little bit of the iceberg that's at the above the surface of the water. And everything underneath it is our unconscious and subconscious. That is what's running the show. And that is what is the bulk of what is contributing to the frequency at which we are vibrating. So we got to dig into that and it's not fun, but it's it's all good and you'll be better off for it. And I hope this helps. I hope this helps you on your healing journey. And I hope that we all continue to raise our vibration together. All right. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.